and welcome to the 54th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the broken to my chair, Brandon Grove. Is your chair broken? My chair is so unbelievably broken, dude. It is like dangerously like, broken. Is it going to like, are you going to fall? I don't know. The neck? structure, the structure of the seat itself is fine. The whole back rest par- portion of my office chair is just completely snapped in half. It was plastic off Amazon for like 50 bucks. And this bad boy has seen its final days. And, and I've told you, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Miranda and I are in the process of moving at the end of the month. So it's like, why buy a new chair now? For it's just going to have to move it. I should just buy a chair and get it shipped to our new apartment. So I've just been like dealing with this broken office gotcha. chair for. So a couple you're of being weeks a now. martyr for your future self. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, it can also be described as laziness, but I prefer the term martyr. Yeah, that sounds you're, a little bit more of my. Yeah, yeah. You're a martyr for laziness. Um, you got to get a standing desk. Look at me. I'm standing. My legs. I are know. Out. And I was just listening to another Boom. podcast this week, and they were talking about how they record a majority of the time in a standing desk and. The thing is that my desk also uh, seconds as not only my recording studio, but also my video game area. So that would require me standing to play video games, which is objectively healthier, but also objectively less relaxing and not the kind of vibe I want to have when I'm playing video games. So that's kind of the well, conundrum. The, look at this, though. Standing desk. Baby, it's going down. You see that? Whoa! Is it an Ooh. electric desk? Yeah, it's electric. What do you think? I have wow. a, it's a manual. I have a wheel, like a, <laughs> just, like a yeah, car window. Or like the uh, you hit a button and it just boom slams on the ground. Was the other yeah. option that could have been? But uh, I am maybe, afraid okay. it's going to fall on my feet one day and break my feet. But hmm, you know, it okay. hasn't yet. So That's you know, true. I'm in good shape. Uh, Got to invest in the standing desk or get your company to pay for it, like I did. That's I was just about, about to say I didn't want to. I didn't want to speak out of term here, but uh, I did think that you were. Like an allotted a budget to get like a, a work from home. It wasn't even a budget. I was just like, "Hey, I need I need a standing desk," and they were like, "Okay." And then they uh, brought it to my place, and then wow. two. And I didn't even know these people work at my company, but they brought it up <laughs> uh, the stairs. There's no elevator at my place. The stairs, and then they got inside my place, and I say, "Hey, there's stairs here Bad too." News, and buddies. Then they br- yeah, but you know what? I, I gave them a nice tip. They were not happy with me oh, regardless. Sweet. But uh, okay. I got a heavy standing desk, and. I'm a martyr for my future self when I leave here because, baby, it's going to be hard to move this <laughs> yeah. thing out of here. I'll tell you that much. That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, what's up, dude? How was your weekend? What, do you, what have you been getting into? My I do have a story was, for you. you know, I know. But... I just want to hear the story. Okay, my weekend right. was fine. Just tell okay, me what right, the story okay. is because you teased so, this little, on Wednesday, I think. A little background on what's going on. I'll, I'll scroll through our texts. I know we, we text a fair amount, so uh, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to find stuff. This is from Friday. So it would have been before Friday, right? Pretty much what happened was, so I have a roommate who works in production assistant stuff, right? He's a PA. He works on a lot of photo shoots, works on a lot of movie sets, works on a lot of television sets, just kind of works in the, in the Twitter sphere, the, the whole entertainment sphere. He texts me, he texts me what? Probably three or four days ago and goes, Hey, do you know who Francisco Lindor is? And I said, of course I know who Francisco Lindor is. He's a superstar shortstop for the Mets. Makes three hundred million dollars. He's really he's he's a hell of a dude. I'll tell you what. And he goes, "Oh, I'm I, I'm gonna be on set with him for the entire." Sorry, I'm trying to read text and, and talk at the same time. He's like, "I'm gonna be on set with him uh, all day Thursday or whatever." He's coming in. It was whatever day that you guys had off before the Diamondbacks. Thursday series. then. So Thursday, Thursday then. Yeah. yeah. So he was. It was in between series. Um, and I say, "Okay, you need to do me a favor." My, my my roommate is a is a, uh, a charmingly charismatic individual yes. has no problem talking to strangers mm-hmm. can really just cold approach people i said i would not i would not be a good podcast host if i didn't ask you to try to go get him to record a message that says hi i'm francisco lindor and you're listening to the nl feast podcast oh my god yeah so i i, I ask austin and austin is immediately in he, he doesn't care i should of course. Well, i guess yeah. yeah he's just like yeah that sounds great i'll do it no problem um and so he go. He texts me. He texts me on when was it? Uh, a Thursday. Yeah, Thursday one fifteen. He says Bogey has arrived, uh, and he goes, "Okay." He's kind of swarmed. They don't know about the hair, so they're like, they didn't know that he had blue hair. I guess at the time, oh, and right. we're worried because he'd also gotten hit in the the face area by a pitch yeah. a, a few days previous to that. Um, but there was no visible like mark or anything so they were fine but I, he texts me it's like okay he's in, he's um in the makeup room right now with no crew all alone oh my and i say God. okay don't do anything that could get you in trouble but if you can get away with this let me know and he goes yeah he he uh he seems chill except he immediately gave the hairstylist a tip on his own hair uh okay <laughs> okay so he said 
LMAO. And I said, what? He goes, he was like, quote, you know, people pay for this, right? Quote, I'll think about it if the photo shoot goes well. And I said, oh, my God, holy shit. Uh, tell me what happened. What did you say? And he goes, so I waited until everyone left and was like, can I ask you a favor, please? And he says, what do you got? He goes, my roommate hosts a small NL East podcast, and I would be a bad friend if I didn't try to ask you to record a short voice recording. Uh, and he said, of what? And he said, just saying your name. Welcome to the podcast. He laughed and said, people pay for that, you know. And then it was super quiet. And I was like, listen, <laughs> you obviously don't have to, but I got to shoot my shot for my friend. And he said, I'll think about it if the photo shoot goes well. Um, and he said, it seems unlikely, but I'm going to put the charm on today. And so he put the charm on and it didn't work. <laughs> he didn't agree to it. He finessed me. He texted me. He walked by on his way out and smiled and fist bumped me uh, and said, peace. And I said, all right, nice meeting you. Um, so, yeah, he shot his shot, hung out with Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor now knows that our podcast exists, <laughs> which is great and very funny. Our podcast with like sub 100 listeners, uh, Francisco Lindor is now like vaguely aware of. Um, but okay. I my, the reason why I didn't want to tell you is I was like, I hope he gets it, and I hope I can just be like, and now open the random audio file I sent you, and it's Francisco Lindor uh, oh saying something God. about our podcast. But didn't work. Uh, Austin said he was a nice guy, though. It was treated everybody well. wasn't an asshole. It's like a little cocky, I'm sure, but I, hard to make as much money as you do and not be a little cocky, I imagine. So. God bless Austin for doing that, because he is the perfect person to He's the perfect that. person, yeah. He just has no problem cold approaching people, and people are immediately charmed by him almost every single time so yeah to be a fly might on the wall be, he might be a sociopath but uh that's insane and that's very funny that francisco Lindor says you know people would pay for that that was his immediate response and then i also like the it was super quiet afterwards so like what do you say <laughs> to that yeah i guess you're right man uh, but, oh uh, that's that's so funny also so, i like how the tip on the hair is funny just because obviously his recently dyed blue hair and they didn't so know Austin so they're did like, not ask again Francis no, Lindor no. Left, I think he just like, bump. yeah, yeah. I think he just like went and did the photo shoot because Austin was hanging around backstage, and then, oh, that is, oh, isn't that so funny? That's and funny. now I just now anytime Lindor does anything, I text it to Austin, and he's like one of two baseball players Austin knows. It's Aaron Judge and uh and uh Francisco Already Lindor now, so it's pretty. But anyways, Brandon, enough of the Lindor talk. How was your weekend? I feel like I've dominated the conversation so far. So please, I know you said you did nothing, but I, I actually did nothing. So I need to know what you did. You, you can't get much better than Lindor. I mean, I guess the highlight for me was I went to the Academy Museum. Whoa. Uh, oh, wait, the Oscars the, Academy? One? The Oscars Academy. Yeah, they, they have that. Um, now, it was very cool. Um yeah, I don't know. They had a they had a, a uh, Miyazaki exhibit, and I'm not, I don't know oh, much cool. uh, uh, about his stuff, but it was very cool. I was really into it. Um, they have a lot of props and figures from movies, so they had the full uh, Johnny Depp outfit in Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> they had a okay. full ET. Uh, they had they had uh, a full ET. You said you cut out ET was there, baby. Oh my god, was he eating Reese's feces? He wasn't, but the funniest part about it was there is a thing when they said, "Hey, they you know they wanted to have like a child voice ET initially, but mm -hmm. instead they chose to have a sixty year old chain smoker." <laughs> and <laughs> that was just funny. a paragraph that was there. It worked. It was great. Um, they didn't name the actor, which is very funny to me. That <laughs> they just said a sixty year old like, chain chain smoker. Yeah, um, a bully. They're bullying at the academy. That's cool though. Bully. I saw I saw that being featured on the Oscars broadcast this year. Yeah, they trying were to like sell, doing sell those sweet tickets for it. Um, were they expensive? You don't have to say nah, how much, but no, no, they were like no. twenty five bucks. Oh, okay, um, but yeah, very cool. I highly recommend it if you're a tourist or if you're a local to LA. Yes, okay, maybe we, uh, maybe I got some money from the tourism board of Los Angeles to do this. <laughs> okay, but, so maybe we've got a new ad sponsor, but <laughs> the Academy and and uh, and Athletic Greens and Color Cast. And that's true. Yeah, we're just the top three. Top three. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. And they also had a full Wizard of Oz section. I'm a big Wizard of Oz guy. How do you feel about the Wizard of Oz? I don't like the Wizard of Oz. Really? I think yeah. I, I remember speaking with your with your lovely girlfriend. I think she's a yes. big Wizard she's of Oz fan. She's a huge Wizard fan. of Oz fan. Yeah, she has like an old Wizard of Oz movie poster, a bunch of really cool stuff. Yeah, it just never did it for me. I don't know. It was kind of just didn't. I don't so, really have a better explanation other than just didn't really hit. I'm a big fan of. Wow, that's cool that they did that in that time period, sort of yes. things. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, okay. oh, the Beatles are cool because wow, they did this sound in the sixties, whatever. 60s, yeah. Um, so I feel the same way about Wizard of Oz in the late thirties. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's awesome. They had a lot of uh, very cool. They had the the lions, uh, like sort of not mask, but like the hair around uh, the actor's face. Um, oh, cool. A, okay. a funny thing was there was an original Tin Man, and the original Tin Man. 
Uh, he was like about to play it. There's like pictures of him in the costume, but the makeup they were using made him like violently ill. And he, they took I him to the hospital. I heard that it was like lead, yeah. pa- lead paint, right? Is I that think what it so. Was? Yeah. Yeah. But what they didn't, I assume they used different material for. Uh, I think the guy that played the Tin Man had had like life altering illnesses after that because of how much that he was exposed to like, yeah, yeah. the bad makeup. Yeah, well, the awful first stuff, dude. Awful stuff. There, was, it was <laughs> definitely it was the most interesting one. It was the only movie that had its own room completely. Oh, cool. But okay. Also, the darkest undertone throughout. There was always like, yeah, well, this dude, guy was of... harassing people. You know, <laughs> there's like I, I think it's it's been proven to not be true, but there was that rumor when we were growing up about that you could see like. One of the one of the little, the little people, people that hung yeah. themselves on the movie set, and they never they never cut it out. But yeah, um, so yeah, a lot of weird stuff going on with Wizard of Oz. Not for me, but you know what is for me, Brandon, is baseball. We got oh, some baseball. baseball. You're we got feeling a lot going good. On in the division. I'm feeling good. Listen, my Marlins okay. took three of four from the Phillies at home. The Mets won their first home series against the D-backs. The Braves split four-game series with the Padres. Nats lost three of four to the Pirates. And then we got our classic segments, Brandon, Feast or Famine, Twitter questions, DeGrama to Week, and the upcoming schedule. But first, Brandon, as we always do now, we're a network podcast. Let's hear some ads. This episode hey, of NL Feast nerd. is brought Have to you, you by Color Athletic Cast? Greens. Well, Listen, Cast tons of people take them audio only It's important to choose platform. one that is top quality. It's free to download With one delicious and scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing you 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, right. and adaptogens, which is a word I just learned today. Like adaptogens. I could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right. Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for the marathon, Arguments maybe it's I cutting season, I maybe it's bulking season. But you're going to be right when Throw you get color cast. Throw a little athletic in your protein shake today. and you it will be good to, to go. Bring this special blend of ingredients baby. helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you. Good for those uh, pescatarian diets, maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet. Maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than three dollars a day. Three dollars a day. That's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens. And sound a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we're back, Brandon. Oh, I love that I didn't make the rundown this week. And the very first thing that we have is that the Marlins took three or four at home against the Phillies. What a series it was, dude. What a series it was. I don't know. Were you able to catch any of the any of the magic? Yeah. I did. I, I actually watched uh, when the Mets weren't on. I, I actually had some uh, Marlins Phillies actually action going on. It's important for our podcast. That's Got what I'm two NLEs teams playing. Uh, Fish Nation, you should be pretty happy. I know you were. Uh, uh, what look what a week's done. I know. You were like miserable. <laughs> you were ready to jump off the bridge last week, but now oh, you're 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 ready to to put those red LED lights on at Lone Depot. Park, That's what I'm baby. saying. Let's get the let's get the rave lights pumping at Lone Depot. If you see you saw those lights right, the victory lights, those crazy little dance lights. So what do they run those when they win? Is that yes? What it is? That's that was their big off season addition to the stadium. Was these like that was their big acquisition? That was, no center fielder. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> 
<laughs> they probably spent the same amount on Jorge Soler as they did on these lights yes. in, this, in this stadium. <laughs> but it looked good, and the, the home opener was slammed. There was like 30,000 people there. Yeah. They, they really yeah, did a good, good job. They won the game. I mean, what more do you want? I think uh, something that you had a gripe about last week, it seemed like the Marlins offense came to life yes. this, this series against the Phillies. I, I know. Mean. I was texting my dad because the we, we put up a ton against Zach Wheeler. Um, I, I think he had seven earned runs in, the, in his outing against us. Yeah. Um, but I was texting my dad, and I was like, we scored double-digit runs already this season, and I bet we could count on maybe two hands the amount of times we scored double digit runs all of last season uh and it was and it's not the guys that you thought it would be it's not the jorge solares i mean he did it finally hit a a leadoff double the other day that was nice to see uh avisel garcia didn't even start the final game of the series um it's been all the young dudes it's been all jazz it's been all jesus sanchez brian anderson cut his hair and came back to life a little bit which is good to see if you're if you're an opposing pitcher just throw brian anderson three sliders and you'll strike him out every time my man cannot (laughs) make contact on breaking balls i don't know how the scouting report isn't just throw him away off speed pitches and and just hope for the best but yeah uh, yeah but he but i think the phillies were having trouble locating right because didn't he get it didn't he have like three walks in the last game yeah the on-base percent there was definitely a, a fair amount of walks i don't know the the exact amount that sounds that yeah. sounds like a lot but i know that everybody on the team like uh scored a run like walked over home plate which is good wow. to see yeah and we didn't even have jacob stallings in that final game where we where we kind of blew wheeler out i could also see that phillies fans were a little worried that girardi kind of rushed wheeler back and there might he might be kind of paying the price for it um yeah and yeah i know wheeler i think he he had uh, uh at one point he had a, a fastball as low as 91 miles per uh, hour i think it yeah, was yeah that's not a good yeah, sign yeah so a little a little scary um yeah but i mean hey focus on the positive though for the marlins please let's hear it I mean, listen, Jazz, didn't he have two triples this series? Yeah, two triples this series, yeah. My dude's got like a 1.234 OPS right now. It's insane. Filthy, filthy. I mean, uh, and what did you think, by the way, of the quote? I think it was Don Manningly said that, uh, because people were asking, why do you sit Jazz? I think Jazz sat one game in the series, right? Yes, yeah, birdie started, and then that was the disastrous thing that we'll talk about in the feast or famine. (laughs) Yeah, so so, uh, Manningly asked jazz or excuse me he said he's like oh well it's because you know he plays really hard and it's like you want to give him a break because he plays so hard what do you make of that because obviously he's a young guy and yes he of course does play really hard but it's like he's a young guy and he's like and he's excelling. He's probably the best bat in your lineup right now next to Sanchez so it's like what'd you make of that quote from Matt I forgot about that yeah I I guess my this is the second excuse we've heard for not playing jazz because at first it was platoon stuff and that they had spoken in the beginning of the year during that giant series when jazz got benched um he said that, yeah, it was like a platoon issue. He doesn't want him to go against lefties. Ranger Suarez, I believe, was the starting pitcher of the day that, that uh, Jazz got sat, so a lefty. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's kind of bullshit. I agree with you. I, it's it, He's a young guy. Yes, he had a couple nicks last season, nicks and bruises that kept him out. He had that sh- scary shoulder injury last season. You remember that when he, like, fell and seemed like he was almost weeping on the field. He was in so much pain um, and dealt with a couple minor things here and there. But you're like, yeah, just let the kid play. There's no, especially home games, opening series at home. Like the fans want to see Jesus Sanchez. The fans want to see Jazz. No reason to sit either of them, especially when they're responsible for your entire offense, it seems like right now, or at least are, are able to be knocking guys in when they get on base. Um, so, yeah, I, Jazz should be playing 155 games a season if he's fully healthy. There's like, I'm okay with sitting him once a month. Sit him maybe, yeah, sit him maybe yeah. twice a month well, at the most, but this is already too much as far as Yeah, it's a little peculiar because, I mean, if you think about Francisco Lindor, who has years on Jazz, yeah. you know, he's in every game every for the game. Mets, you know? So, I mean, I think it should be a similar thing for him. Yes, obviously rest a lot of your players, short spring training, but I think, you know, if anyone, he should, Jazz should be the one that's in there every day. Miguel Rojas, rest him. You know, yeah. Joey Wendell once in a while, sure, why not? Yeah. Even Jesus Sanchez, you know, he's playing a tough center field, but it's like, I don't know. I agree. Uh, I it, agree. It's a little odd to me. But, uh, yeah, once again, Jesus Sanchez went 7 for 15 in the series. He's well, two nuts. triples. Did you see what he? Did you see what he's attributed to? Uh, well, no, there's obviously the confidence that he keeps saying that he's he's built up, that he's a major leaguer and can excel at this level. Um, but he also said he's been reading a lot more, and he thinks that's why he's having more offensive success. <laughs> reading about baseball? No, reading? just reading in general. <laughs> What's he reading? Did anyone they ask? Did hi- the they highlighted a book on yesterday's broadcast. Uh, you know who my famine of the week should be is fucking... JP Aaron Sibia or whatever. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, so I'm like real quick because no, I was please. texting. Oh, sorry. No, you go. He's your guy. He. <laughs> I've been like muting broadcasts. I've been like I've been well, having yeah. music or podcasts on or like 
half watching a YouTube video on the side during the games because the the broadcast has been brutal, man. Like it's been Dude. Severino's still great, but yeah, this guy get this get this conservative I, guy off my fucking screen. Man. Dude, I'm it. I was I was texting you when I was watching the game, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy? He's the worst broadcaster I've ever heard." I mean, there's some bad there's some bad broadcasters. There. There's there's homophobic that, broadcasters that are, yes. <laughs> should have jobs. There's veteran <laughs> veteran MLB Hall of Fame players that are homophobic. Yeah. On. Um, this guy though, bad yeah, dude. dude. I'm, you know, I'm sh- I'm sure. Well, I was gonna say I'm sure he's a nice person, but uh, he might be dating Tommy Tom- Tom- Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that she's been liking posts that are positively praising his his broadcasting skills? So yes. she's definitely yeah. They're definitely an item. He's just. I'm sure he's a nice. Like I'm sure he's a friendly guy, and he's trying yeah. his best. But man, he played in the majors, so that's good. He played in the majors, and he's had a he he did highlight a, sta- a change in Brian Anderson's stance from the first series to the second series, which was interesting. I saw that was going around on Twitter. But yeah, man, and and it, and I was wondering if it was just the first series he had to kind of just like shake off the rust, get used to being on a major league broadcast like this. But this season, <laughs> you're now you're shaking your head. This was not an improvement. This was a, a drastically bad, a drastically bad performance. Um, so yeah, I know he's going back over to the radio with Glenn Geffner, uh, and we're getting Tommy Hutton in for the uh, the Cardinal series this upcoming week. Marlins broadcasting legend. Marlins legend, also grandfather of one of my my childhood schoolmates at a really yeah, or yeah, like his granddaughter went to my elementary school when I was there. I think she was in my younger brother's. She was in my younger brother's age, not my age. So, um, wow. so Tommy Hutton would poke his head around uh, Binks Forest Elementary School back in the day. But you just hang around the elementary school. You just hang out. Yeah, Tommy, you're spending a lot of time at the elementary school yeah, here. What's what are you going doing on? here, Tommy? Um, but yeah, we need to get rid of that guy. But overall, you're right. My mood has changed. We have an offense. We we're like top ten, I think, in, in offensive met- metrics right now, which is wild. We're at ten, but we're in top ten. Also. Yeah. Uh, excuse, I've been swearing a lot on this. My parents are going to be pissed, but fuck the athletics power rankings. Did you read that today? The Marlins went from 17 to 22. Yeah, I don't know why they dropped. Why they dropped? The Rocky, Rockies, who have been winning, I think they're ahead of them, but still, come on. The guys. Rockies have been hot. Yeah, the Rockies have been hot, but like yeah. the Marlins just beat the, the team that you have ranked in like the top 12. What do you... Uh, yeah, just a really egregious mistake. Yeah, uh, a little boneheaded. A little boneheaded, uh, but yeah. So, sorry, we've been talking about it. But yeah, Marlins time. scored 25 runs, went 14 for 42, 333 average. Uh, with runners in scoring position. And if you do ah. that, if you average over five runs a game with this pitching staff, you're going to be fine, man. You're going to be totally fine. And also, like, I, Alcantara, like, hasn't even, like, shown his best stuff. No, really Pablo yet, looked right? great. Uh, Eliezer pitched, like, as he always does, made it through the, the lineup twice, did fine. That third time, Harper went yard on him, which was good for me, Brandon. I had a, I had a little bet on Harper. Uh, but I got, <laughs> I've been, dude, we didn't talk about this. I am, I'm getting burned on my gambling. I was hot. I was a hot for like a month. And now I am truly, I'm truly in the, in, like, I'm not losing money that I need. It's not like I'm, I'm adding money. I'm yeah. just losing money. I already won. You know what I mean? Ugh. Right. You're like, listen, I lost my house. So but, uh, I, yeah. Winona's panhandling. My cat's panhandling. Yeah. <laughs> the Times Square. <laughs> um, Is that, uh, what are you betting? Are you betting like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I saved, we know, I don't know. Anything I about saved those, my so. bets. Cause I wanted to start kind of keeping track of them a little bit. So I did the, the Cleveland guardians money line yesterday. They got blown out by the giants. Money line is just, mm-hmm. are they going to win? Yes or no? There's no points gotcha. being added to either team. Red Sox money line, that one. Then I did uh, Chris Paul, uh, starting point guard for the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. over 10 and a half assists. He had exactly 10. So one more assist and that would have hit. Then I had uh, uh, Rafael Devers to have over one and a half total bases, and he hit two hits. And then Harper, over one and a half total bases, he went. He hit a home run. Um, then I had Giants and Guardians, <laughs> a lot of bets here. Giants and Guardians over seven and a half runs. Alec Manoa seven plus strikeouts. Yankees uh, minus a half point, and then a, a, a dumb basketball parlay. But Manoa had six strikeouts, and a lot of really bad umpiring was done in that game. So mm. he was kind of robbed here and there. So you were close in a lot of. These I was. Bets. That was the worst totally part. Off. And I'm sitting here texting my friends who are red hot. Our, our boy Pete. Shout out to our good friend Pete. He's been like crushing it crush like thousands of dollars he's withdrawing from his account and i'm over here like lost 150 bucks in three weeks it's been just a a, a, an insane an insanely bad month for me gambling wise but not adding money this is all money that i made through the apps it was given it's not like i'm ever depositing money into the applications it's just i'm playing with house money but uh yeah it's not (laughs) it hasn't been a good week for me man (laughs) Uh, i'm sorry I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your losses. Honestly, Thank you. I don't. I don't. I. I don't even. You know, if it came to California, maybe I would start poking into betting, it a little bit. But I, 
Maybe I'd start poking, but like I, I don't know. I, I did, I did uh, uh, DraftKings once, yeah. and I picked like the lineup, and I got my, the shit kicked yeah. in. And I was like, never doing nah, this again. Not doing that. I do that for football, but I don't do that for baseball. But um, I, I was gambling a lot more this week because I got COVID. I famously had COVID on the record of last week's episode. That's right. And, yeah. uh, Go back, see if you can hear the COVID. <laughs> no, see if you can hear it. You can might hear it right now. I'm still a little congested. Um, and I was totally fine. It really was just like a bad cold for a few days. But I, I was watching all day baseball. And and all night NBA playoff stuff. So it's like I've been I've had a lot of I've had ample opportunity to lose money. So it's been kind of it's mm-hmm. been kind of great. Just, just fever dreams. Just of fever, Chris Paul dreams. And, fever dreams. And Bryce Harper. Um, but Brandon, we're moving on. We got to talk about your Mets. Your Mets won the first home series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. A lot happened. You had a couple COVID IL stints. You had Lindor ripping it up. You had uh, the unveiling of Tom Seaver statue. Uh, wh- where's your yeah. head at, man? You must be. Uh, you must be. Uh, you said I'm on cloud nine. What about you, my friend? Well, I got to say really quickly. I got to say real quick. Phillies two and five now against Mets and Mets and Marlins yeah. uh, for the season. Uh, Phillies not looking good. Starting pitching not looking Schwarber good. Schwarber not looking uh, good. Schwarber not looking good. I think I think he had a, he had a. a a dong in the last, or he had double, right? In the he last, had a double, but otherwise he's been still hitting sub sub 200, I think. Yeah, so Phillies, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Girardi may be on the hot seat. We, we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's, we talked about this last week. It's still early to start making, making ideas, still but early. you're, this is not the start you want, Phillies fans. I, I, bad. And also, Marlon's notoriously kicking the Phillies. I out. know. The last three years, we've really just kind of been beating the shit out of them. I don't get it, but I'll, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. And I, uh, I will never, miss an opportunity to either say the phrase bottom feeders or wear my bottom feeders t-shirt. So yeah, yeah, that was busted out this weekend. (laughs) I love it. Come up with a, with a good little uh, rip on the Phillies, you know, maybe they should, they should be uh, a cheesesteak pounders. Okay. Yeah. Surf and turf Uh, cheesesteak pounders. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. That's good. Uh, Talk to me. Yes. Talk to me about Mets. 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 Um, Yeah. They won the series against the D-backs. They should have swept them because they're the D-backs and they are, I think I texted. I was like, "This is the one of the worst teams I've ever yeah, seen." Yeah, you were you were you were just laying into bru- them. just a brutal team to watch. I like obviously Cattell Marte and, and Dalton Varsho, talented players, well, Seth some young beer. guys that are exciting, some beer. Uh, yeah, but God damn it, they were hard to watch. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, an exciting weekend for the Mets. They had their home opener against them uh, right before the game. Mark Canna and Brandon Nimmo uh, were announced to have contracted COVID, probably from the bench coach. Yeah, probably from me, dude. I should have been hanging out in the Mets dugout the other day. That was bad. <laughs> maybe they went. <laughs> should to have the... been sitting in Mark Canna's <laughs> locker. <laughs> maybe they went to the Strokes concert because I'm convinced that's where I got COVID. Yeah, that's right. Mark Canna, maybe man, that, he's cool. He did seem cool. Um, he had a good. Or his wife had a good tweet, being like, "Hey, we're vaccinated and boosted." So, yes. <laughs> and Brandon Nemo's like, "I'm not going to say." Yeah. Anything. Bra- um, <laughs> but yes. So yeah. So that was a bummer. Um, and I feel bad for them that they weren't there for the festivities on the home opener. But uh, hey, former Philly Travis Jankowski filled in nicely um, at the at that first game. The Mets unveiled the Tom Seaver statue. Did you know this is the? I saw this first note. Is this real? This is real. There's no New York stadium that has a statue of a player. This is the first one in New York That's sports insane. history. That's insane. Is it a How? space thing? Like, is it like a like a physical space thing, or is it very strange? W- wouldn't th- wouldn't the Knicks have like a, a Clint Frazier or something? Yeah, right? I guess I don't know who they would have. I, I guess I'm thinking Jeter for the Yankees. Patrick though. Ewing. G- yeah, but also the Yankees. I guess the Yankees have too many. They're like yeah, oh, Babe true. Ruth yeah, if we Garrick open up this, Mantle, you yeah, know? this Pandora's box, we're gonna have 40 Yankees statues. make sense almost because they have too many. But it's like I don't know. Uh, shouldn't the Jets have a Namath one? Yeah, I think they're in Jersey though. I think the Jets play in New Jersey, dude. I think the, the oh, Giants so maybe and Jets that's, do. So, yeah. Okay, that's a good. That's a good thought. I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's Mark weird. Messier. That's really weird. That's really weird. You would think that they would have weird. a Patrick Ewing statue maybe at MSG. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, anyway, it was really awesome. Too bad Tom Seaver wasn't there to see it. It was very cool. R.I.P.? R.I.P.? Oh, damn, didn't know R. I. that. R.I.P., yeah. Yeah, he passed away uh, recently, so he was not Oh, that's right. It, like, but, uh, with, since we started recording the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah I think so. Right. Wait, um, wait, before, you're on a roll. I got, I just thought of an anecdote that I wanted to tell you, and I totally forgot at the top, so can I just throw it in real fast? My mom, yes, very please. sweetly, shout out to my mom, listens to the pod every week, uh, and even though she really only cares about the Marlins, she sits through 45 minutes of baseball talk it, just to support us, which we love. And so to continue the support, she sent me a, a 
a, a photo that she took while she was driving that she thought was so funny, uh, thinking it supported the podcast or supported at least you. It was a Let's Go Brandon sticker, and she didn't know what that means and texted me it uh, very <laughs> sincerely and sweetly, being like, look what I saw. This is so funny. You co-host a podcast with a guy named Brandon. And I was like, Mom, I got some bad news here. That's not what that <laughs> That's means. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, my God. I want to... I want to consume whatever your mom's consuming media wise that she has not seen i she is yeah i'm very envious i think she's just not on social media and i think that that's a big smart twitter facebook instagram thing so that's smart uh yeah uh, anyway sorry i'll get let you get back well to i appreciate i appreciate the support though. and she's thinking about you man she sees the name brandon yeah. you're the first person that comes maybe, to the door. maybe we should post it on twitter and be like you'll never guess what <laughs> yeah we'll see what we saw. <laughs> i'm worried that we uh, yeah i'm worried we, if we got any interaction with that that i would have to be like questioning yes well we talked about this last week we had the conservative guy following us on twitter which is very nice thank you for the support um, Thank you. What, what's the quote Jordan had? Republicans buy shoes too. Republicans listen to podcasts too, Brandon. <laughs> so Who said that? <laughs> Michael Jordan said that. That's why he never came out on any side of a political issue is because he said Republicans oh, buy shoes too. Funny. Yeah. Hey, smart businessman. Hey, listen, he's a billionaire um, for a reason. He is. Uh, but yeah, opening day, Lindor hit two bombs from both sides of the plate. Robinson Cano, he hit a home run. Hey, listen. You know? All right. He flashed he the glove it. a little bit. I, I tuned in. It's hard for me to watch Mets games because yeah. I'm in New York. So I can't use yes. the MLB TV app, so I have to stream them yep. illegally. Um, but from what I caught, yeah, it looks like he was pretty good. Yeah, so uh, Pete already has 14 RBI in the season. He had a two-run homer on Sunday in the Mets' 5 nothing win. Uh, my favorite stat, though, the Mets starting pitching, even without Mr. DeGrom, has been phenomenal. Yeah, dude. The starting pitching has a 1.07 ERA through the first 10 games of the season, which is the best 10-game start since the earn run stat was established in 1913. Michael Barron, who's um, a great writer and Mets follow, uh, he tweeted that out, and I thought I wanted to share it here. Um, yeah, incredible. Without DeGrom, and also Scherzer's been the Mets' worst starting yeah, pitcher. Yeah, it's Tyler by, McGill. By it's Tyler McGill. It's that, he seems McGill, to... Carrasco's coming to his own. Yeah, Cookie. Um, I, I drafted Cookie, so Taiwan Walker, I guess, is he still... Been bouncing he's around. on the IL, yeah, so he's, still, yeah. he's rehabbing. Now, Chris Bassett That's has it. been filthy, and I love watching Bassett. People love Bassett, um, dude. Matt, you're not the only Mets fan who's, who's really, really high on Chris Bassett. I'm all in on Bassett. You know when I texted you, I was hesitant because Mets gave up some pitching prospects. I'm in on Bassett. You're all in. I love it. You're all in. I'm all in on have Bassett. Have you seen Tyler uh, McGill's mom has been very active in Mets Twitter? Have you noticed that? I love, yes. She and people so thought that, that she was Tyler McGill's girlfriend. Wife, yeah, or like, wife or girlfriend, something. Yeah. Girlfriend. Yeah, he's like, I'm... Nope. Uh <laughs> but yeah, no, she's awesome. She's a great follow as well. We should put her in our feed. We should shout her out. Yeah, shout out to Tyler's mom. That's good. There you go. Um, did you see? Uh, did you see uh, yesterday the weird, the weird heads up play that was initiated by Buck Showalter that they were practicing? I heard training? about this. I heard about this. Is this like the the? Okay, you describe it because I was just listening. Yeah. To so so yesterday in uh, uh, Mets rally, I think it was in the sixth or fifth inning. Um, so. The Mets had Dom Smith was on third. Um, there was a sack. I think JD was on first, and there was a sack fly. Dom scored, and then the next play, JD, who's notoriously a slow runner, yeah. he takes off. There's two outs at that point. Uh, three nothing Mets. He takes off to second to steal a base. Oliver Perez, Mets legend, forty year old lefty reliever on the Diamondbacks. <laughs> yeah. He steps off the mound and goes towards J.D. and then throws to third base because uh, I guess there was some assumption that Dom may have... Um, Jumped. He, he may yeah. have... Uh, yeah, he may have advanced off the base before uh, the ball getting caught in the outfield. So uh, J.D. runs, and then apparently there's a rule, and the Mets worked on this in spring training, that if, uh, if you, uh, the pitcher steps off the mound and goes towards a runner that's advancing, the previous rule can't be overturned. Oh, interesting. Because there's been another play. Yeah. So it's a, it's a dead ball then. And uh, yeah. So basically th this erased Life any hack. chance of them getting. Yeah. So, yeah. so they basically <laughs> were sacrificing JD uh, so just to make sure that that third run scored. That's so Dom's funny. Good for them, dude. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. I, Buck Showalter seems cool. to be a huge up. success so far in New York. People like People him, like yeah. Him. I mean, I think I think the only question has been maybe some bullpen management, leaving guys in a little bit longer. Okay. I know he said he's not a big fan of the the three, three pitcher, out. yeah, yeah, rule. Uh, or excuse me, three batter rule for the relief pitchers. But uh, but no, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of him. He's definitely fiery, and and if he's hey, if he has the guys prepared and they know a rule like that, yeah, we're that's like a good sign. Stumping dude. announcers and stumping fans. That's a good then, sign. I'm in. We're all in. We're all in. 
All right, Brandon, we're going to keep powering along here. We got to talk about the Braves splitting a four-game series with the Padres. We got a little Sunday night baseball in the division last night. That's always good to see. Um, but yeah, man, Braves had a pair of 5-2 victories on Friday and Saturday and then lost Sunday and Thursday. Talk to me, Brandon. It seems like I know you were bragging about your starting pitching, but it seems like you're not the only one in the division who's been kind of uh who's been kind of throwing. Well, the young guys, I think for the for the Braves at least, like Ian Anderson bounced back a little bit uh, this weekend. But did you see Kyle Wright? Dude, I at all this Kyle weekend? Wright, I picked up in fantasy baseball after his last start last week, and then he just yeah, Smart yeah, man. right back at it again. Yeah, I think one point six for ERA and two starts this year. <laughs> Insane, man! Yeah. Crazy, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, Max Fried has struggled a bit, and like I said, Ian Anderson in this first start wasn't great either. Um, but also, I think m- one of my favorite guys, Spencer Strider, he, coming out of the bullpen. I think he can start. Yeah, but uh, dude, that guy's yeah, cool. Three and two thirds hitless relief. Yeah, and he hits hit a hundred uh, hundred point two. He's like Hunter Green. Do you see that Reds kid that came in and threw like yes, set the record for most hundred mile per hour pitches in a start. Yeah, how many pitches? Like was over was thirty. It? 30, Over a hundred, yeah, wow. insane. <laughs> that guy's gonna his arm's gonna fall off when he's twenty six. I know, insane. I hope he's had Tommy John already. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, you know, who, I you know whose record he broke though. De- Randy Johnson, Degrom. Really? Yeah, Degrom How had the record DeGrom previously. Had? I don't know. I, I can't t- tell you off the top of my head, but oh, Degrom's pissed, dude. You, you know, he's like coming. <laughs> he's, back. he's gonna come back and yeah, he's gonna torch the Port yeah. St. Lucie minor league baseball team again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> remember when he was doing that last year? Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's a. I know Braves fans are are a little happy. They got a really interesting series coming up against the Dodgers this week. They're finishing off their West Coast tour. I know Enoa's left a little bit to be desired. Dylan, our shout out to our boy Dylan. Um, Dylan Short of the uh, God, is he locked on Braves? I mix mix all of our friends. He's up. Golden Sombrero. Yes, right? Golden Sombrero. Thank you. Um, he uh, he was still an Enoa believer. Um, but I've seen some rumblings to maybe move him to reliever. We'll see here in about it's nine thirty on Monday night, but around ten o'clock, ten ten. I know the Dodgers game kicks off, so I'll be tuning into that. Um, but yeah, man, the division looks good. I know we're, we're still jumbled, still pretty jumbled in the middle there with a bunch of teams with five victories. Yeah. So um, our our uh, our buddy Bean Eater Buzz when we when we sent out our our tweet to get uh, some questions for for the pod today, he wanted us to talk, and I wanted to lump it in here. Matt Olson and Ozuna. Matt Olson, kind of raking Dude. right now. I don't know if you saw this. He's, he's leading the NL in on base percentage. He's my feast. And walks. He's my feast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, so. he's been hitting a 421 average with a 551 on base percentage and a 1.235 on base plus slugging. Yeah, dude, he's been a monster. It's got to make the Freddie Freeman uh, situation feel a little bit better for everybody in in, uh, in Atlanta, I imagine. Yeah, I'm, I think whenever Freddie comes back, I know they're playing the Braves right now in, in L.A. or they're going to uh, tonight. Uh, I think whenever Freddie comes back, that'll have some nice closure. Uh, yeah, and then I think that they'll... Matt Olsen's going to have a great season, as is Freddie in, in L.A. So, um, But yeah, I mean, the Braves fans have to be happy, even if you have a soft spot in your heart for, for, Freddie. for Freddie. I think Olsen's going to fill that fill that role and then some over the next few years. But also... Ozuna. You know, and Ozuna, we hate to say I know. it. <laughs> it's a sticky situation. No one likes him. No one wanted him back. Obviously, his legal troubles. But the man has four homers already in the young season. I mean, he can still hit. He can still, he can still, he can still mash. He can absolutely still mash. And, and with the DH, he's going to be seeing his, a lot more playing time because you're not going to be worried about his weak arm over yeah. in left field. He had a dribbler last year. Do you remember that? He tried to gun someone out at home, and it just like hit third base yeah. and then rolled the rest of the way. Not a good luck, man. Not a good luck. Um, but yeah, man, Braves are, Braves are interesting. I'm really excited about this Dodgers-Braves series. We'll talk about that in an upcoming Me series too. here soon. Um, but I think that that'll probably be one of our favorites. So yeah, man, a lot going on in the division. A lot going on in the division. All right, Brandon, well, we got some of our classic segments coming up. Feast or Famine, t- Twitter questions, DeGrama to Week, upcoming schedule, and feature future fans. But before any of that, here's a few ads. This episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Listen, tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which is a word I just learned today. Adaptogens. I could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right. Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss it in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for that marathon, getting jacked. Maybe it's cutting season. Maybe it's bulking season. Who cares? Throw a little athletic greens in your protein shake and you will be good to go. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. 
It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you. Good for those uh, pescatarian diets, maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet. Maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. $3 a day. That's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens. And they sound a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, sports nerds. Have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right, athletes and insiders, not just schmoes like me. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to all the breaking news. I got on there, I got some friends, I got some followers, and I got into arguments where I found out I was wrong. But you're going to be right when you get ColorCast. Download it today. It is free to use. Bring those spicy takes, baby. All right, Brandon. Those are some great ad reads, if I do say so myself. But we have some segments to get to it's only our second week doing this again with our regular uh, organization of the show with our feast or famine and all of the all of the different things so we're still getting our feet under us but brandon you know this segment has a song buddy does it have and a it's song? bad and it's never been recorded but it's got intro music if it were to have music yeah. it would sound something like dun 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 feast, feast or, or famine yeah we've so so just kind of imagine that playing yeah, right imagine now if we had that. but brandon yeah, imagine that. Why don't you uh, hit us with the hit us with your feast of the week? I'm, I got some reliever action going on here. I already talked about that. the man Spencer Strider, the young young buck on on the uh, the flamethrower on the Braves. Uh, not only does he have that sweet 100.2 mile per hour fastball, but also he has a sweet mustache. You see that thing? He looks like a prospector. He's a mustache man. He looks like a I train know. conductor. He looks like he's, he's hunting a... gold. <laughs> yeah, he looks yeah. He looks like uh he looks like he's been playing a little bit too much of uh the Oregon Trail. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. He's going to die of dysentery. He, <laughs> he looks up. like Lewis and Clark <laughs> together. <Yeah. laughs> I uh I, I as a as a mustached man myself, I got to respect anybody that's busting out the stash. So uh an easy sh- and also a great baseball name. We we love great. to highlight the best baseball names, but this guy has got a phenomenal baseball name. Does he name. throw I mean, a slider? Strider, Spencer Strider's slider? Spencer Strider's throwing a slider. I don't know. I don't know. Dude. He, he kind of sounds like an 80s villain, though, right? Like the yes. bad guy in Point Brank would be Spencer Strider. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, have a, I have a marketing idea, as we're partially a marketing podcast sometimes. Famously, our Snicker Snickers advertisement was uh, was our first big idea. Yes. Uh, it's all for the Braves because we have, what if we have Spencer Strider's sliders and their slider burgers at oh, SunTrust Oh, yeah. Park. That's, no, that's Park. wonderful. Come on. You're, that's great. But does dude. he no, throw a slider? I don't know this off the top of my head. I mean, we can just look it up real fast. Yeah, let's see I, we've got does. access to the internet. Spencer Strider. Slider. Pitches. Pitches. What does he throw? Also, Baseball Savant will do this, right? There'll be a couple yeah. plays. Um, he, okay, here we go. We're on PitcherList.com, dude. I don't know if you're very familiar with PitcherList, but he does, where is it? Dun, 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 dun. He averages 99 point. Okay, game log, stack cast, batted ball. Uh, four, he does. He throws a four-seamer 75% of the time and a slider 25% oh, of the time. Oh, Spencer so Striders, pitch, sliders. That sounds like we got a, another brilliant Braves marketing thing going. Hey, who do we, Bean Eater Buzz, Dylan Short, message us. Tell us Somebody. who you know in the Braves marketing. We're making those burgers. We'll go down get there. Us, get us in the boardroom. That's what I was going to say. Put us in there. We will, we're will. we charismatic guys. We can we can talk our way into getting that. Now, what kind of cut are you looking for financially, though, for this? Oh, I think about what type of cut of beef. Uh, what, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what type? Of, I will. Let's Shark Tank it. Um, I, w- I will. Uh, I will sell this no, idea. This, I will sell this idea for two hundred fifty thousand, 
and I'm I'm gonna sell it to Alex Anthopoulos for I assume that who's he's in charge of the burger marketing. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah. I, I will sell it to him for for thirty percent equity. Okay, I uh, I, I'll I want a little bit more. I okay. want I want uh, I want ten percent of all of the sales uh, from Spencer that's Strider's great. sliders. Yeah, that's uh, great. I just want I, I want to do the George Lucas thing. Give me yes. a percentage of, of success. I, I'm confident in our product. Have you not tasted them? And honestly, not being a big fan of sliders as a whole, dude, I, I do not bread. get the sliders thing. Too much bread, and it's like, why don't you just get a burger? If you're going to eat three mini burgers, just get a regular burger. It's all about the marketing. Yeah. Spencer, but if, it's but if you had marketing. a Spencer Strider slider, then he'd be all in there. I got to cut this out of the pod before our pitch, dude. Get me talking <laughs> shit on sliders before we get in the boardroom. But, um, but yeah, great feast. I'll get to my feast because we already talked about him as well. Matt Olson, he's a stud, dude. He's a stud. Batting from the left side, he's 6'5", 225. I'm pulling up some other stats Monster. now that we uh, that we we've seen this, but yeah, in the in the regular season so far, and I mean, mind you, 38 at bats, but he's hit two home runs. He's got an average of 421 and on base percentage of 551. Means he's getting on more than half the time. He's up. That's insane. He's had 11 walks so far this season already. Um, no hit by pitches either. So you know this is all legit. Um, yeah, man, this is great to see. I know the Braves were probably a little bummed about the Freddie Freeman thing, but there's no better way to make you feel than uh, than getting uh, a, a quality replacement for him. So excited to see what he does. Brandon, now we got to get to the depressing part. Hit me with your famine. Who's uh, Who's been depressing you so far? I'll tell you who's been. Uh, well, hold on. Okay. So uh, there was a, there was a, okay. I had an issue. Um, Seth Lugo, our buddy Seth Lugo, uh, shouts out. Yeah, Mets reliever, sometimes closer. He started a few times too, but he, you know, he's had a few good runs. He was fantastic in I think 2019. Uh, he's had a rough go of it. Three walks, four runs, eight point three on ERA. He's been a part of both of the Mets like kind of implosion, implosions, oh, losses. No. So Seth, you got to put together, my man, because that's the one thing I'm worried about for Mets bullpen. Um, yeah, Seth's not looking good. You don't get you don't get a, a hamburger joint in your name at City Field, no, my you, friend. Absolutely you got to fix your we, shit. <laughs> you got yeah, look a little better out there, Seth. Before I was trying to think of a pun, Seth Lugo, more like get better Lugo. What do you am think I of right? that? Is that pretty? Ah, yeah, am I right? Am I right? Uh, so, Brandon, did you did you see my famine? Did you see the list already? The John Birdie yes, Garrett I saw Cooper that. collision. Yes. That was one. That was a, an embarrassing moment, and, and I was going to talk about it when we were talking about the jazz stuff. You were asking me earlier about whether jazz um, should be getting sat because of how ferocious he plays the game, um, ferociously. He uh, he wouldn't have done that. I don't think he would have done that. He would have seen that. Uh, who was it? Harper that was sprinting from third to home, and Castellanos was going back to first. Yeah. Um, and then again, Jacob Stallings with a great defensive play had him out by a mile, and it turned into a pickoff situation. Not a pickoff situation, a pickle situation. Pickle. Um, and Birdie chased him all the way back to first base. Then didn't hit him with the tag, didn't catch up with him, and then trucked Garrett Cooper at first base, who went fully horizontal and then landed right on his shoulder, a man that's had enough injury issues in the past. So um, that was a baseball Twitter gift that was making the rounds, and I just don't, we don't need to fuel the fire that the Marlins are Lowell Marlins, you know what I mean? Yeah, and also the, the boys were like laying on the ground for a little too long. It was a little funny. Yeah. Looking. Rolling around, Garrett Cooper. He's a big dude, dude. Garrett Cooper's a big he's a guy beef now. boy. Yeah, he, he he did something funny where he he crushed a home run, and then the guy in this the guy in the stands seemed like a, just like a drunk dude who was not a huge Marlins fan that was just kind of showing up for opening series. Bare hand catches the Garrett Cooper home run with a beer in his left hand, catches it in the right hand, gets approached by I think Kelly Sacco, the one of the Marlins part of the Marlins broadcasting team came up, and the guy Cooper wanted that ball back because it was his first ball or first home run hit as a dad which I guess is a milestone for him. Um, so the guy was able to trade it in for like a signed Garrett Cooper baseball, four more Marlins tickets and like a bunch of shit uh, to kind of kind of sway him. So I thought that was kind of a funny story. Wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> which if you were a dad and you hit a home run, would you, is that a ball that you need back your first, your first home run as a dad? Uh, wait, you're saying if, if my, if my, if you're Garrett Cooper and you okay. hit a home run and it's your first time hitting a home run as a dad, is that a ball that you need to get back? It seems no, very right? specific what? and weird. Yeah, I just bought a new car. Should I keep the ball that I said I'm after the new car? <laughs> this is my first home run after I bought a new car. Um, I uh, I think that it makes sense. First career home run, first mm-hmm. career hit, all the big milestones. Um, maybe if like Solaire wants that homer home run ball he hit in Game yes, Seven of the World sure. Series or Game Five or whatever. I forget what it was. Is the final game. Um, yeah. So I thought that dad was dad ball. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like it's like dad mom. Dad ball. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, he's also like I, he was talking about how he's got dad power now. JP, uh, God bless his soul, is saying some awful jokes about having dad power now. So, um, yeah, I think that he's just playing into it, or I don't know what's going on. But yeah, big dude, big dad. Print the shirts, big dude, big, big dude. Dad. Ba- Print the shirts, big dude, dad power. Big dad. Big dude, big dad. All right, Brandon. Moving along, we got some Twitter questions this week, including a couple funny ones. We got a, we got some funny. It's people all out Mets there. related. I don't know. We didn't do it this is, on purpose, but it's all Mets related. It, yeah, and you know, I didn't. Brand, actually, Brandon, now that I think about it, you put you made the rundown this weekend, and there's a lot of Mets stuff. I didn't. I here. didn't do anything. I have a lot of Marlins <laughs> in there too. That's true. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give it to you. Um, Eric Stenholm asks. I forget what it was specifically. He, first off, he he opened up the tweet by saying, uh, first time, long time. Long time, first time? What's it's, that classic it, yeah, radio it's, phrase? It's uh, first time listener. Call, or no, last, no, long, time long time listener, first time caller. First time caller, yeah. So yeah. our friend Eric, and by the way, Eric is a great follow. He's a knowledgeable Oakland A's fan, actually. So if there's any Ooh. any crossover Oakland A's uh, uh uh, NLE <laughs> stuff. We'll, we'll definitely <laughs> we'll definitely hit him up. Uh, okay, so he said, longtime listener, first time caller. With the Mets already three games up in the loss column on the Phils and Braves, what inevitable cataclysmic LOL Mets moment do you see on the horizon? Max Scherzer retiring to become a preacher. Robinson Cano rubbing off on Pete Alonso with a winky emoji. I don't know what that means. That sounds sexual. I, I think it's steroids. It sounded sexual, but I think steroids. it's steroids. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the implication. Um, it did sound sexual, though. Qu- putting rubbing off in quotes. And then the winky. Like immediate, yeah. I, I'll talk to winky, Eric about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, please. You got to get him to stop, dude. Um, that's a good question. Uh, do you want to go first as, as an I'll go first. So connected human? I, I think that there's going to be... I guess Baez is off the team now, but there's going to be some... Big personality who gets rubbed the wrong way by sh- by shitty Mets fans. Not all Mets fans are shitty, but there are a handful of them, and I've seen a lot of them at the ballpark whenever I go to <laughs> City Field. Um, remember the Coke dudes? Did I tell? I told that story on the podcast. The right? Coke Where dudes, I like yeah, walked yeah. into a bathroom and the guy had like Coke brothers Coke or some brothers, shit on yeah. the back of his. Yeah, um, not the political donors <laughs> either, Brandon. I'll tell you what, yes. <laughs> it, was, it was the other guy. Um, and uh, I could see that happening. I'm trying to imagine there, there maybe there's like a, a an embarrassing situation where there's like a streaker on the field that that uh, goes on a little too long, like okay. they can't get they can't the security guards That's can't tame. catch them. I'll take it. Maybe there's a bout of food poisoning at Polar Bear Pete's Burger Stand. Oh, that you gotta have Spencer Strider sliders. Yeah, please. We're a sliders only podcast. Um, what else would be good? I could also see. Yeah, maybe like there's a maybe Nimmo rubs somebody the wrong way with his bad sexually? political takes. Oh no, it. not sexually. Yeah, okay. no, no, he's not rubbing okay. off. He's, he's rubbing off. Um, what about you? Do you got any good ones? Uh, that's a good question. I, I I hope that the worst it gets is Nimmo and Mark Hanna getting COVID the day before the home opening. And that's and what I hope passively, as bad as it gets. Aggressively, yeah, yeah, and and I feel like, uh, I feel like Buck Showalter is gonna have a handle on it better than Luis Rojas did last year. Uh, the yes. only thing I can think of is, and this is pie in the sky, if the Mets ever made it to the World Series and they're playing the Toronto Blue Jays, and that, this also applies oh to God. any analyst team, but I could just see it being Metsian and players like Brandon Nimmo not being on the you roster. You get vaccinated if you make the playoffs in the, in the Blue Jays. I think Jays if you – s- there needs to be like a, a memo for all analyst teams. If the Blue Jays are in the playoffs, we day you one of the playoffs go, hey, guys, by the way, if we make the World Series and so do the Blue Jays, uh, you got to get vaccinated, okay? Or else big. You need to have had your booster by then, yes. right? So you, they would need to have. You need to be fully vaccinated and then oh, get boosted. God. Do you? Well, wait. Do you? Is it? I guess it would be both shots, right? Because like you're not going to get boosted immediately after getting the vaccination. So that I was reading sense. actually because the Red Sox are going there now and they're they're missing a couple yeah. of players. Um, yeah. actually, a player that was going to start. Um, so you need to have Tanner Houck, right? Yes. Tanner Houck. Yeah. So you need yeah. to have both shots if it's Moderna or Pfizer. You need to have one Johnson Johnson and Johnson. So okay, yeah, so, so then the I mean hypothetically, then you could get poked. You yeah. could get poked after you find out that you have to go to the Toronto. Exactly. So they tech, they probably would have time, especially if they do the Johnson and Johnson one. So yeah, um, okay, that's we're good looking ahead. That's good but that's know. the that's we're lo- that's the one thing that that I have fear in my bones. That'd be the Mets. I get so. you, dude. I get you. We have another Twitter question, though, Brandon. We have uh, yeah. our boy uh, Just Marlins, which is kind of a, a, a shocking. Um, Kind of a shocking find. I How feel like that's a that? very yeah. di- that's a very difficult thing to get. He had to ask us. Sorry, I pulled up the exact tweets. We did a we did a uh, what should I call it uh, a recap? But I want to I don't I don't want to misquote anybody. So at just Marlin says the Mets are definitely taking advantage of their soft schedule. Got to give them credit. They're handling their business. Wondering how they will fare when their schedule gets more difficult. Can't wait to see what they do against the Braves, Giants, and Cardinals coming up. Brandon, 
more Mets content. But what do you think? I, I kind of agree with this, and I, and we talked about this last week, and and you guys beat up on the Diamondbacks again. So like you're you've had a cookie, you had a, a nice soft schedule so far. Is that the reason why you're seven and two, or do you think it, it's got to be more in the the actual playing of the baseball? Well, the, I mean, opponent. the Mets played the Phillies though too, and they won the series. And even though the Phillies have not had a great start to the season, they're still. I was about to say last place Phillies right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but they're still but they're still a very tough team. It's very formidable lineup. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's, yes. this Giants series it was rain delay tonight, so doubleheader tomorrow. Same thing with the uh, Diamondbacks and Nationals, but uh, we'll see. We'll see after this Giants series. I'm very interested in it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too concerned because the Mets have not been striking out a lot. They've been getting on base a ton. Um, they're, they're hitting with runners in scoring position. My biggest concern is the bullpen. Like I said, Seth Lugo and uh, some of those guys, can we trust them in high leverage spots? So yeah. I, I think the Mets are legit just from watching them. And and the Mets are always good in April for some reason, and I don't know why, but they're <laughs> okay, always good in April. This happens every year. Um, so we'll see, but... Uh, yeah, I mean the Giants are going to be a huge test because they, I mean they have one of the best records in the National League. I think they have seven wins. Mets have seven wins right now, so um, we'll see. But I, I, I'm confident in the Mets at this point today, April 18th. All right, hey, listen, I, I love that confidence. I hope that uh, that you maintain that confidence. I am going to hold my, I'm going to hold my breath here. I'm obviously not a Mets fan. I haven't been able to watch a ton of Mets baseball just because of the blackout situation here in New York. Um, but I, I've I've watched a handful of games. I've I've tried to pay as much of attention as I can, and I I, I just want to see him do something else. It's hard to tell if the Phillies are legit uh, bad or if they're just off to a slow start. I tend to think they're just off to a slow start. The bats will come around and the pitching will pick back up. Um, but yeah, let's see what let's see what they do against this. I mean, it's a, the Giants are a phenomenal team. I watched them yep. firsthand, but I don't think you're going to get the top of their rotation, right? I think no, Logan Webb and yeah, Logan Webb no maybe. Logan Webb's uh, pitching against Scherzer game two tomorrow. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. never mind then. All right, I'll keep an eye out for it. Um, but all right, Brandon, we got one more question. I do believe it is from none other than at Spaghetti. Shout out, Spaghetti. He says, Uncle Nino wanted me to pass this along. Quote, my wife is making me sleep in the shed because I wouldn't let her boyfriend, uh, parentheses Francisco Lindor, come over for our family Easter dinner. Am I the asshole? A classic. Are you familiar with the Am I the asshole subreddit? No, I don't know. Is this that. A, what is that? An inter- There's a subreddit uh, on the on the popular social media website. I don't know what it is. Reddit where it's a it's a it's people will post their stories and ask if they were the asshole or if the oh yes the, okay other person I know it. this. So he's saying, "Am I the asshole because my wife is making or Uncle Nino, excuse me, his wife is making him sleep in the shed because she wouldn't let Francisco Lindor over for Easter dinner?" I would say you're not the asshole, Uncle Nino. Yeah, and also, Not for those asshole. that don't know, Uncle Nino is a loose relative of Sam, a gambling addict. We had him on the podcast at one point. Um, yes, I think he means I've, well, but he's just troubled. Yes, I forgot, I should have probably uh, teed that up with a little bit more background information and not assuming people listen to a podcast that came out eight months ago. But um, but yes, Uncle Nino, great guy, heart in the right place, is getting cucked by Francisco Lindor, though. And, uh, and I, think he, I think that he was saying his wife wanted to go to the All-Star game last year because she wanted to see Lindor yes, or knew he would be in the why. area or something. Hey, I mean, I think is what happened. In the words of what Francisco Lindor said to, to Austin, some people pay money for that. You know what I mean? That's a, so. <laughs> hey, that's a great point. I hadn't even considered that. I hadn't considered that. But all right, Brandon, we've made it. We're down to our final three segments to Grom of the Week. Let's hit it. The Grom of the Week. All right, Brandon. Hit me. What's our DeGrom of the Week this week? You made the rundown. I'll give you the honors. Mr. Sean Doolittle. Nationals, we're yes. showing you some love. That's right. He came back to the Nats. Uh, he's now retired fourteen bat all fourteen batters he has faced, uh, and he's not blowing Very he's impressive. not blowing away guys like he used to. He's he's using the no. slider a lot, not Spencer Strider slider, but slider. <laughs> yeah, that's his new unexpected we- weapon, according to uh, Masson reporter Mark Zuckerman. Uh, yeah, Sean Doolittle, great guy, funny guy to follow. Um, yeah, yeah, big Star Wars fan, heart in the right place politically. Um, seems like he's a he's a, he's a decent dude by all accounts. Yeah. Um, yeah, also took a social media break. Do you remember that? He got off Twitter for a while because it was getting a little too toxic. Now he's back, baby. He's back. I lo- love me some Sean Doolittle, and you love to see some of those uh, those 2019 guys come back for the Nats yeah. and, sh- and show some love. Um, so, yeah, shouts out to Sean Doolittle. Also, we had to give the Nats a little something. It's been a rough week for the Nats. I know they lost a series to the Pirates, um, and we didn't really – not a lot of room on the podcast to talk about that series, unfortunately. Not a lot of Nationals, Pirates uh, – uh, not a lot of great baseball being played there. No offense to either team. Um, but yeah, there is a little love for you. Nationals fans. Don't worry. Uh, we, we got you covered. We got you covered. Brandon, 
Another thing I'm pimping you out for, so buckle up. We have upcoming schedules. Why don't you take this away and let us know what That's to expect? That's right. We got a busy week. We got some exciting games. The Mets are playing a four-game series with the Giants doubleheader tomorrow after tonight's rain out. That's very exciting. Mets are going out to Arizona playing the Dimebacks again. Buckle up, Dalton Varshow's there. Uh, yeah, Braves are here in L.A. Freddie Freeman's return. Return, oh, sort of return, but ready for even seeing his old teammates, basically. Yes, he's um, shaking hands with the boys. Yeah, so that'll be an exciting series. Also, a, a rematch of the NLCS last year, right? Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, yeah. Braves are playing your fish um, at home after that. Um, before the Marlins play, the Braves are playing the Cardinals at the beginning of this week at home. Uh, Phillies going out to Colorado to play the hot, hot Rockies, Chris Bryant and the Rockies, and then they're going back home to play the Milwaukee Brewers. Kind of a tough week for the Phillies. We'll see if they bounce back. We'll see Um, what what happens. Nationals are playing the D-backs. The D-backs are making their way through the NL East, and then they're playing the Giants, both of those games at home. So maybe Nationals can bounce back from that kind of putrid Pirate series. That's what we got this week. Yeah. That's what looks good. What do you? Uh, I think my favorite series of the series that I'm looking forward to the most. I'm a little biased here, but the Marlins Cardinals. I know the Cardinals yeah. have been off to a good start. I want to see if our Marlins are legit. Um, and then obviously uh, Dodgers Braves. And anytime you get a rematch of that, that's that's going to be phenomenal. Um, what about you? I, I probably you, stole at least one of yours. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good series this week. I think Mets Giants, Phillies Braves, Phillies, Dodgers, Rockies is interesting. Phillies Rockies, Phillies Brewers, Marlins Cardinals, Marlins Braves. They're all good, yeah. except, the Nas- all good. except the Nationals. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Nationals. I know. We just kick you while you're down. That's on us. But uh, no, we got some great baseball this week. We'll have a great time talking next week on the podcast. Brandon, before we get out of here, we have a lovely segment that we have on the podcast called Feature Future Fans, where we shout out some people that we think might like our show. And so maybe they tune in when they hear we're talking about them a little bit. So uh, why don't you get us started? Who's uh, who's going? Uh, who's number one? Yeah, for our Mets freaks, we got Aaron Pags at Fantasy Triage. He works for Mets Memorize, the great Mets blog he's also a fantasy baseball podcast host so check out aaron we like your stuff hope you like us too we love that we also got uh oh this is your guy this is my guy high sports guy two at high sports guy two we've been interacting a little bit on twitter lately brandon so we're kind of boys he uh i'd say one out of every 10 tweets is a little questionable when it comes to explicit sexual content but uh (laughs) outside of that he's uh he's either talking smoking weed he's either talking hip-hop or he's talking um he's talking about marlin's baseball and uh I, it's been a while since i've ever been like a, a weed smoking guy but uh but sexually explicit I, content that's I, you baby yeah sign me up for sexually explicit content and sign me up for uh for baseball talk uh and hip-hop honestly he's kind of he's i follow him so he, he makes me feel a little young getting exposed to maybe some new artists that i never got into nice. him and my uh my zoomer roommates are, are teaching me about the new the new age of hip-hop and i appreciate that um so yeah that's my high sports guy too. check him out and he's a big trevor rogers guy he's got a great meme of stanley from the office you remember that pretzel day episode or stanley says yeah and it's the the whole thing but at the very end it's it's Daniel starting day yep. so for those who are unaware Daniel is trevor rogers's middle name hence the <laughs> Daniel fan club all right what's up uh, we also got going. emily martin at emily underscore martin underscore au she's a journalist for nat geo Hey, that's insane. Yeah, and also a baseball fan, it looks like. So, yeah. Love that. Emily, uh, we love a good journalist, and we love uh, baseball. So We support journalism on this podcast. Yeah. Especially National Geographic ones. When I, I took a photo club in, in high school, uh, or a photo class in high school, because my, my high school girlfriend was a big photography fan, so I just kind of followed her. Um and they would give us National Geographic magazines to do all the the clippings out of. We'd have to make like collages and shit. I don't know what's going on in photo club in high school or photo. You class. got nothing. Um, yeah, dude. I actually, uh, I think I have time to tell the story. I got accepted into Florida State, and I, my high school girlfriend and I broke up in photo two. So I made it to the second level of photo club, um, and had really not been doing well, and had a D. And if I had gotten a D, I would have gotten, uh, I would have had my admission from FSU rescinded. I would have not Bad been boy. able to go to college. So in the final like month of photo, I was like, hey, I need to turn this around. And I, t- and I had to take like eight rolls of film and then get them developed and turn them all in in time. But I got a B and I made it to Florida State. So I kind of made it work. Now look, and you're here now. Look, we would never would have been connected if you didn't go to Florida State. If you didn't pass photo, fo- great- we wouldn't have been doing this podcast. So thank That's you. That's a great point. Thank you, photo. Butterfly too. effect. Where's Ashton Kutcher, baby? We got the butterfly <laughs> effect we're talking about today um who's our next uh, person let me we, read this one I, yeah, i've been pimping it. you out too much we got uh another photo oh i guess i guess emily's not a photographer she's a journalist but at scornly underscore underscore that's s-c-o-r-n-e-l-y underscore 
a photographer and videographer for the LaSalle Athletics? How do you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, LaSalle. I think it's a university. LaSalle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, listen, we love a videographer and a photographer. Hey, maybe we could get them to do a photo shoot for us, Brandon. We haven't done a podcast photo shoot before. Oh, my God. We should do that over Google Meet. <laughs> yeah, some promo photos. Maybe maybe they're not only good at, uh, at traditional camera work, but also screenshots. Yeah. Can they give us some good screenshots okay. of the Google Meet meetings? Photography, that, too. Come on. That's what I, listen, I know all about the F-stops and the ISOs and the shutter speeds. Absolutely. You know? You know, I'm a pro over here. So, uh, it's a photography so take podcast. It it's yeah, we're not a stats podcast, not a math podcast. We we haven't said we're dumb yet. I just realized that we're not dumb. We, we had some good marketing of. ideas, and we know photography. That's true. Yeah, it turns out we're we're actually an incredibly smart podcast, dude. We especially when it comes to marketing. That's a good that's a good uh, uh, avenue to carve out for ourselves. Give us the last one. We, oh, we're so close to being. We dumb. got at Jimmy G one five seven four UGA guy. All Georgia guy. All, all Georgia sports. I think. Uh, hey, can I, I can appreciate that kind of uh, that kind of solidarity to the state. Yeah, we like your all of you guys' stuff, so we hope you like our stuff. <laughs> we're fucking we're on fumes at the end of the podcast today, dude. What's going on? I, I ate too much kung pao chicken again. I almost said this at the top, but I, I made. It seems like you every keep Monday making, I'm making kung pao I chicken. Know. Every time before we record, I uh, I was gonna make it yesterday, but I didn't make it yesterday. What did I do for? Oh, I think I just made sandwiches. Oh, I made some egg salad too, dude. Are you an egg salad? Guy? I like egg salad. I don't like celery. Yeah. Do you put celery in your egg salad? There is no celery in this, okay. but I've been adding red onion to the sandwiches. I've been That's nice because I do think you need a textural crunch. You know, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm not yeah. a big red onion guy. I prefer white or sweet onions. Okay, interesting. I, I, I'm kind of a fan of all onions. You know, if you wanted to cut that acidity taste on the onions, though, you soak them in water or rinse them with water, and it'll, it'll rinse off a lot. Of, it'll, you'll get the onion flavor without so much of, like, the smack in your okay. face acid. So Marketing. Well, heads up. Photography. <laughs> culinary. Kung Pao chicken. Kung we cover Pao. it all on the podcast. I, uh, I am a big salads guy, though. I love chicken salad. I love potato salad. I am just like... I, I my salad. culinary yeah my culinary preferences match my skin color everything is mayonnaise white <laughs> so uh, so a big fan of that um, all right Brandon we have done it we made it to the end of the show we were we were dragging ass a little bit here at the end but we got to the final stuff I want you to tell me where the lovely fans of NL Feast can find you on the internet you can follow me at Brando Grosso where can they find you follow me at NL Feast Sam. Shoot us an email, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. If it's nice or if it's not nice, honestly, we'll probably still read it on the show. Anyways, bad news, though. I forgot the password to our email, so I'm going to have to be checking that. So if you send an email this week, terribly sorry we weren't able to get to it. We couldn't figure out which iteration of our dumb password it's we It's Braves used. Marketing. They're reaching out about the burger idea. <laughs> no, that's they're finally going to contact us. Um, what else we got? Follow the podcast on Twitter at NL Feast. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever. We'll read it on the show. Follow the podcast on Twitter. We do a lot of funny stuff. We're tweeting memes, man. We're tweeting memes out there. We're asking for we're fielding Twitter questions. Um, check out my band's music video that came out. Brandon's uh, got a pilot. He's I'm not uh, promoting that though. I don't think Sam <laughs> Sam hasn't even watched it. So why? why are no, they that's watch not it? true. I watched it and I enjoyed it. Seriously, you didn't say I, anything just, to me about it. We're gonna talk <laughs> we'll off talk, air. We'll, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, but all right, Brandon. I think that does it for the show. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye bye. Bye bye.